quick. Click positive. Show any sign of weakness. Always go for the throat. Buy low, sell high. Fear, that's the other guy's problem. Biz Talk Radio is proud to bring you Investor's Edge with Gary Kaltbaum. Straight talk about you and your money. You can reach Gary now at 877-747-EDGE. That's 877-747-3343. Here is your host, Gary Kaltbaum. And welcome once again to Investor's Edge. I'm Gary Kaltbaum, your host. Hey, thanks for being with us today. Glad you're here, ladies and gentlemen. Happy that you are listening. It's July 9th, Tuesday, 2019. And as always, lots to cover. As always, lots to say. But first, if you do not get this show in your city, go to GaryK.com. You can listen live or archive. We're live 6.06 p.m. Eastern Time, Monday through Friday. Also at GaryK.com, you can follow me on Twitter. Just press the button and go to Twitter at Gary Kaltbaum. You can email me. Just be nice. Read our commentary, articles we post. If you like to hear what we're doing, like to hear what you're doing, press the money management button. Press the subscribe button to get our notes direct to you. And if you so choose... Press the money management button if you want to hear what we're doing, like to hear what you're doing. GaryK.com. Oh, yeah. And ConvictionLeaders.com are ever popular over the top email service right there. One month free. One month free. One month free. Check it out. Uh, ladies and gentlemen, uh, we'll do the market wrap in a few minutes. We'll whine and complain about something in a few minutes. But I'd like to do an exercise with you. No, really. Are you ready? Symbol R-U-H-N. $12.50 IPO. Opened. At $12.14 on the IPO day, closed that day at $7.85, it's now $3.54. It came out in April. A $12.50 IPO from China, $12.50 to $3.54. Symbol, M-O-G-U, came public at $14. China-based company, online fashion, ran it to $25.69 in three weeks. A $14 deal. It's $3.09 today. Came public in December. So $25.69 down to $3.09. Simple JP. Jupai Holdings. China. Wealth Management Advisory Services to High Net Worth Individuals. Uh, came public at uh, hmm, $9.50. Back in September 2015. Went to $30 in December of 17. Got cut in half, went back up to $26 in June of 2018. It's $2.31 today. A $9.50 deal that hit 30 it's $2.31 today. How about symbol NIO? NIO Inc. A Chinese IPO. Six and a quarter dollar deal. The next day after the IPO last September hit 12 and a half, the day after it hit 13 and three quarters. It's $3.70 as I speak. A simple QTT. $7 IPO deal. The first day opened, it was 21 bucks. Went down to 4 Back up to 18 It's $4.86 today. So the first day, if you bought it at 20 and change and you still owned it, you're not happy. Uh, Zunyi Limited. Symbol XNET. Um, IPO 12 bucks. Went down to three, up to 26. It's two dollars and seventy-three cents. Another money losing China ADR. Uh, China Internet symbol CIFS. Uh, came public at ten. Was run up to sixty-one dollars in December of seventeen. It's two bucks today. 
and that's off the low of 64 cents. Uh, hardly have, has any revenues and loses a ton of money. A simple TIGR, it's called Up FinTech, a Chinese ADR, came public at eight, ran to $23.89 with a couple of weeks. It's five and a half bucks. Uh, by the way, they lose money. Uh, Clips Incorporated, CLPS is the symbol, a five and a quarter dollar deal. Ran up to 18, back to two, back up to 18, uh, back to five and change. Uh, Best Inc., a $10 IPO. Got to 14, it's five and change. And I'm going to finish with one little other name, Hexocorp. Hexocorp. It's a Canadian company that offers cannabis, peppermint oil, sublingual sprays, marijuana powder, and dried flowers. Guess what the stock has done? I just had to throw that one in. So ladies and gentlemen, why am I starting the show this way? Well, what possible reason do I have to start a show going through a bunch of IPOs that are down 50, 60, 70, 80% from their highs? Why would I do that? Come on. Can't you be a positive person? Well, I am a positive person. I'm quite positive. I'm positive that if you don't watch your P's and Q's when investing, there's a lot of money to lose. And the most money is lost on the hyped and touted crap foisted upon an unwary public when all you keep hearing is, China! Marijuana! And you know what they're talking about now, again. All of a sudden it's hot again because price moves people. It's the coins. But not just any coins, it's the Bitcoin. And I know there's some other coins on the move also, but I must tell you when it was in the depths of hell, you weren't hearing about it because con artists and scammers really can't talk you into things that are not on the move. You see, I'm getting fewer and fewer scam and con artist calls from marijuana people right now because, you know, the marijuana stocks just ain't popping anymore. What's the moral of the story, kids? Pay attention. That's the moral of the story. Know where something has come from. Know what they do. Know how much they do of it. Know what the valuation is. Know if they are making money off of their product. Know if they are losing money. Know if they have no sales. Know if they have very little sales. Know if their sales are down 50% year over year. Don't buy into the BS artists. And unfortunately, in my world, there's a hell of a lot of them. And they're out to get you. You know how I know this? Because they call me every day. You know, I'm on one of those lists. You know, the accredited investors list. Hi, Mr. Kohlbaum. This is Johnny Jones from Dallas, Texas, and we got some oil and gas for you. And we found out that you are on a list of accredited investors, and we want to find out if you are interested in making five times your money with no risk. You know, my next three words are, right? Kiss my rear. And, of course, I use the other word. So I just wanted to start with this because, you know, I have one screen on my machines that is behind the front screens that I every now and then always go back to. And one of, his, one of them is past IPOs. And I just noticed a bunch of these IPOs were two and three bucks. I'm like, wait a minute, hold on a second here. And then I noticed they all had the same thing. China this, China that. And they were all hot and all excited. Everybody's all thrilled about them as they were coming out. Hopefully lessons learned. Up next, 
lots on the market, and a new presidential candidate. I'm Gary. This is the one only Investor's Ed. It's time to switch on the integrator units and get the brain cells working. You're listening to... Hey, this promises to be fun. Investor's Edge. The last bastion of quality programming. With Gary Kaltbaum. It doesn't get better than this. Let's get to Investor's Edge. Thanks for being with us today. Uh, the Market Wrap is brought to you by investment-models.com. That's Jim Moraback, one of the great market timers. No gray areas with a man. You're either in or out of the market with his proprietary indicators. Go check it out. Investment-models.com. Uh, Dow down 22 was not the story. S&P up 3 was not the story. The NASDAQ up 43. The NASDAQ 100 up 41. And the SOX up 11. That was the story. Transports were down 77. And the other part of the story was, I think with like five minutes to go, the Dow was down 86 and the NASDAQ was only up 20-something. And somebody pressed the button. Oh, my God, the algorithms make stock go up also? I thought they only make stock go down. Well, that's what you hear. You know, when markets go down, all the bulls are out there just blaming the algorithms. They never blame them for going up. Of note today, downside, DuPont 2, IBM 1, 3M 3.5, United Health Deuce. Upside, Boeing almost 2. The president tweeted something about somebody buying planes from Boeing. It was only 5. Oh, yeah, I'm so tired of him. Apple, American Express, Visa up one and change, and uh, Goldman Sachs up two. That's your movers in the Dow. Of note, good day for growth. You ready? Amazon breaking out of a good cup and handle range here. Uh, Facebook looks like it's edging out here too. Netflix tried to break out of range, but then it was announced that they're losing friends. So it was up like seven or eight, finished only up three, but okay. Apple got a sell yesterday, up a buck and change today. And then you can go through the growth names we always give you the symbols on. You ready? MELI up 10, NOW up 5, VEEV up 4, Workday up 3.5, WDAY. Then a few twos, CDW, CYBR. Don't you love when I do that? EPAM, EPAM, Team, TEAM. Good day there. Very good day there. Not a good day for transports. Very bad day for uh, commodities. So quite the split tape, but a very good close. And I was looking to see what somebody said, because you know what the story is, right? The tweet or the Fed. I really uh, did not catch anything as of yet. Let's just say it was a good close, and it's good to see. Of course, tomorrow's another day, and I do believe that Jay Powell speaks to the, uh, you know, somebody on Capitol Hill or something tomorrow. He gets to speak to a bunch of dummies that have, have absolutely no idea about the economy and markets and what drives them. Yet they will be asking moronic, imbecilic, doofus-like questions of Jay Powell. And you know what his answer is going to be. Uh, we stand ready. Major indices. Major indices. You listening? The NASDAQ. A break above 81.76 would be very, very good. A, I would suggest to you a pretty darn good-looking pattern going on. Uh, the Dow, same. The S&P is already edged above range, but just by a little bit. The NYSE kind of looks like the S&P. What continues to labor? Small caps. Continues to really, really, really underperform the large caps. And the same goes for the mid caps. Mid caps are a little bit better than the small caps. So if you have to be invested still, and may I say this has been going on for months, large caps of the place. We don't talk often about copper. 
but we are told by the many it is an industrial metal. And it's important. It can signify strong economic growth or weak. A weak uh, copper price means maybe demand is not very good. You know all that crap. Well, I'm just letting you know copper is down at new yearly lows again while the market's near yearly highs. So go figure. Don't know what that means. Beats the heck out of me what it means. Maybe it's the strong dollar. You know, as the dollar goes up, commodities go weaker. Go look it up why. But I did want to mention that to you. Gold was up a smidge today. Uh, Gold continues to trade bullishly, but remember what we told you. Got a little extended. So now it's about uh, one, two, and it's third week of nothingness since that move up about three weeks ago. So we like the look of it still, but suspect there may be some more time, which is not a bad thing. I would not mind that one bit. Just a little bit more time. And the better play always will be the gold stocks. They will have much better leverage than the metal. Because in bull markets, stocks will do better than the metal itself, than the commodity itself. So we be watching that closely. What else? Eh, bond market, back to 2.054 on the 10-year, 2.531 on the 30-year, yippee yay yay. But the story of today was a growth day. If things change, we will let you know. Now keep in mind, earnings come out starting next week. A lot of them will come out in three weeks, two weeks. And very often when the market's in shape, they'll run a few things into earnings. We'll see if that happens also. The semiconductors. Take a look at the socks. Looks like a constructive pullback, possibly end of today, possibly. Eh, we'll not know about tomorrow. But we look for certain type of patterns. And, you know, when a pullback goes from 5 p.m. to uh, 7 p.m. No, excuse me, 11 p.m. down to 5 p.m., you know, on the little clock, that's a good pullback. By the way, I'm getting a robocall from Butler, Ohio. That's a new one. Do you know what I'm getting a bunch from? Thailand. And interesting enough, now AT&T is actually blocking. It actually will say, you know, bad call or something to that effect. Up next on The Edge, more of the markets. What did France do today? Who's this new dude running for president? And much more. I'm Gary. This is the one only investor's edge. You're listening to America is talking. Investor's edge. You gotta be pleased with that. The crowd is just on its feet here. He's a Cinderella boy. With Gary Coltbaugh. I'm highly recommended. You're gonna feel better if you talk to him. And welcome once again to Investor's Edge. So yesterday I stated to you, and by the way, this is what I'm hearing also. I believe it was Morgan Stanley, BlackRock, a couple others came out and said sell stocks. Really? So major indices on the verge of breaking out, good constructive pullbacks, and let's sell. Eh, interesting. Why do I think you should be buying? Just based on that notion. Just a thought. Just had to mention that. Just remember, we put no stock into analysts. Zero. Nada. Zippo. Fuji. Less than zero. We can point out to you conflicts of interest. My favorite one, how is it thousands of times a stock will get crushed, an analyst gets caught in a crush with his buy recommendation, and then raises his target price, even though it's way under where the price is? I'll tell you why. Conflict of interest. So we don't buy into any of this talk. Let me tell you what we buy into. Price action. 
And if we tell you major indices are on the verge of breaking out of a one-year range, that's all you need to know. Big cap leaders, mid cap leaders breaking out of range, that's all you need to know. Group movement breaking out of range, that's all you need to know. Good reaction on bad numbers, that's all you need to know. Bad reaction on good numbers, that's all you need to know. Price everything. Opinion last. Or not even a factor. Moving on. I love when people make a lot of money. I love, I love that Bob Iger can make, what, he make $60 million last year, maybe even more from Disney? I love that. It's fabulous. I love when I read somebody's worth $100 billion. I love when Bernie Sanders said three people made more than 10 million people. Terrific. You know what that tells me? They're growing big businesses, employing tons of people, creating wealth, creating jobs, which leads to great cycles. What I hate most is when socialists who are capitalists with their own money but socialists with everybody else's money whine and complain about everybody else while they're making zillions. It nauseates the hell out of me, big time. You know, we've been hearing lately from Joe Biden, which for me, you take him or leave him. Seems like a nice guy. But the one thing the left, many of them have in common, they're socialists with your money, capitalists with their own money. Joe Biden and his wife earning $15 million since 2016. While he's now telling everybody, we're going to raise taxes. You know how he made that money? Speaking engagements. He did the Clinton dance. These same people that keep telling you about what you should do, how you should do it, what you should pay, how you should pay it, are going out there, creating no wealth except for themselves by speaking in front of an audience, saying the same thing over and over again, now, I got news for you. I have no complaints about anybody speaking in front of an audience and making a ton of money. I have a big complaint about those same people whining to you about you make too much money. Screw you, Joe Biden. That's the way I look at these things. Bernie Sanders. Three homes. Screw you, Bernie Sanders. Elizabeth Warren. Lied on her, lied about her heritage. She's a liar. She lied. She apologized, and the media let her get away with it. I wouldn't have. She lied about her heritage, made 450000 bucks teaching at Harvard. Nice, huh? Worth millions. But all the rich people suck, according to her. Anyway, I just want to let you know that Joe Biden made $15 bucks in less than three years speaking. And now telling us that the rich, yeah, you got to pay your fair share. You ain't paying enough. Joe. Had to mention that. And now you got this guy, Tom Steyer, a billionaire running for president. He's the guy, and I don't know him well, and I really haven't looked him up, and I'll do more homework on him, but he's the one that has been spending a lot of his own money trying to get Trump impeached. Oh, well and good. He's an American. He has every right to do that. And I'm going to read up on him, and, I'll, and I will report back to you. I just want to mention to you that you have a new person in there that's going to spend a lot of money trying to become president. I'll have to watch his video and stuff. As I mentioned yesterday, Eric Swalwell uh, left the campaign. Now, I went to Starbucks today to get my egg white bites in the morning. And 
I guess the kid recognized me from Fox. And he said, you know, I like this guy, Andrew Yang. Or is it Wang? I don't even know. Uh, as a presidential candidate. I said, why? You know what he's thinking of doing? Well, it seems like he's on the ball. Okay, but do you know what he wants to do? He wants to give you a thousand bucks every year till you're 18. So when you're born, you get a check deposit fee with thousand dollars. You have to put in like a bond, and at the end of the 18 years, you have 18 thousand dollars plus whatever interest. He just wants to give that to you. Do you think that's good? He said, sounds interesting. I go, there's only one problem. Who's gonna pay for that? The kid looked at me. He looked like he's 17 years old. I think that's what he is. He goes, what do you mean? So who's going to pay for it? Is Andrew Yang going to give you that money? He doesn't have that kind of money. Who's going to pay for it? Well, I hear the wealthy. Really? And what else do you want him to pay for? And I went through a litany of things. i got to tell you, some of these young people, they need to go to the cult bomb class so I can teach them a little bit of logic on money, on politics, on charlatans, like Biden... That's a charlatan move. Whine about the wealthy while he went out of his way to make 15 million bucks in two and a half years speaking. Not creating anything, speaking. Get in front of an audience and making himself rich, just like the Clintons did. The Clintons, the greatest of all time, money grubbing, selling an office person in history. Clinton as the president, but only because she was supposed to be the president, so she got all kinds of money from all these countries to curry favor with her, and of course it all dried up after she lost. I have nothing but venom for these people. Nothing but venom. Anyway, that's Big Joe. Worth 15 million bucks now. Earned more than 15 million. Had to pay his taxes. My bad. I'll throw him that one. And that's my little bit of uh, politics today. Didn't really see much on Trump today. I'm sure he put out a couple of tweets I didn't like, but uh, we'll let him be for one day. We'll probably rip him on something tomorrow. Because as you know, we don't like any of them. Not a one. Not a one. Three billion was added to our debt today. One and a half billion of our taxes went towards interest today. All you Republicans should be whining and complaining. Up next, this, that, and the other thing and whatever else. Thanks for being here. I'm Gary. This is one only investors ever. You're listening to. What are waiting for? Well, what are you waiting for? One, two, ready, go. Action! Investors pitch with Gary Kolbach. And welcome once again to Investors Edge. Thanks for being with us today. I uh, hope you are having a uh, very good day. Again, let, let me be a little repetitive here. I'm hearing, I'm hearing some of these big whatever companies coming out and saying we should sell stocks, and they never do that. They never do that. We're starting to see otherwise. And what do I mean by that? The Dow looks like it's ready to break out of an almost one-year trading range. The S&P is edged out a little. The NASDAQ is just about ready also. The NASDAQ 100, a stone's throw away also. Now, does that not mean that tomorrow we're down 700 Dow points and we top out and boom? No. 
put evidence in right now. And of course, you got that easy money on its way. At least more easy money on its way. So just letting you know. And yes, Russell 2000 ain't making the grade. Transports are not making the grade. Transports ain't on squat. Still very weak in comparison. But that can last for a while. Walls ain't happening. Copper ain't happening. Other commodities ain't happening. So we will cont- continue to tell you what B and what ain't B. Other stuff. France. You know that beautiful country, France. Uh, they're going to add a new tax. All flights out of France get taxed. The airlines get taxed. The airline stocks in Europe fell today on that. France says this is to fight climate change, but it says that the money will go towards their transportation industry. So it's not to fight climate change. It's just a bunch of bull crap just to have more taxes. And, of course, what's going to end up happening? Who's going to pay for that? Oh, flights out of Paris are going to go up, and what ends up happening there is maybe people decide maybe to not fly out of Paris. You know, all kinds of little things can go on. So just letting you know. Just letting you know. Of course, the left here, oh, we got a new tax. We are now hearing about a war tax. Yes, another candidate says we should have a war tax, a separate tax on war. Another tax. So let's see, another income tax, higher income tax, higher payroll tax, a wealth tax, a climate change tax, a VAT tax. Shall I continue? A war tax. Trading tax, a Wall Street tax. Bernie Sanders wants to have a Wall Street tax to pay for everybody's education loans. Yes, but they're so stupid, so moronic, so imbecilic. Wall Street doesn't pay for it. Who does the trades? Oh, the mutual fund companies. Oh, and those mutual fund companies are going to pass it on to investors. Guess who else do the trades? The investors. So in typical fashion, the morons don't know what the hell they're talking about. And the amazing part, Bernie Sanders said this at the last debate, and the imbecilic interviewer in the media did not say, wait a minute. Who's going to pay for this? Anyway, these people, if we end up in the threes in GDP, even in the twos, If we end up in the threes in unemployment, even the low fours, these socialists could not win dog catcher. And in typical fashion, uh, the Cortez woman, Ocasio-Cortez, the Omar, anti-Semitic Israel-hating, Jew-hating, doofus from Minnesota, they're all signing on to this. It's the greatest idea ever. They hate people. They hate success. Success is their biggest enemy. Anybody wealthy, bad. Anybody successful, bad. You're not doing enough. Anyway, Trump will win big if those numbers stay the same in the economy and in markets. Of course, that is a moving target and anything is possible. And you know what our thought process is on easy money and asset bubbles and debt deficits. It can hit at any time. If it happens early enough, I'll primary Trump. Because somebody's got to fix things up. He ain't doing it. Lastly, Ross Perot passed away at 89. Diagnosed with leukemia, I believe, in the last year and passed away. Uh, I believe 
mortality rate for men is in the high 70s, so we went much farther than the norm. Go look them up on debt and deficits. We need a few more like it. Have a great evening. Drive carefully when you get home. Do like we do. Simple procedure. Make sure you hug your children. Night, night, all. This clean edit of Investor's Edge created by Stu Lander. Follow me at twitter.com slash s-t-o-o-l-a-n-d-e-r.